Spotlight with Sarah Hendy. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Faster my and welcome along to the programme. Sarah Hendy here with you until half past six. And on the show this evening, we're at the launch of Boundaries in Peel with Dolan Mercer, who'll be speaking to the curators and artists involved in the exhibition. Well, it's lovely to be back, but I must say thank you to Christy and Howard for holding the fort for the last few weeks and a lovely job they did too. Now, I'll hurry us along because today we're attending the launch of Boundaries, which is a visual art exhibition at the House of Mananin, and I think the speeches are just about to begin. My name is Kirsty Neat. Um, I'm the head of collections at Manx National Heritage, and it gives me enormous pleasure to welcome you all here uh, to the House of Mananin to celebrate the opening, at last, of Boundaries. Uh, this kind of Boundaries. Um, none of this would have been possible without the work of the Creative Network. Some of the team are here tonight, and I just want to thank them for all their hard work, everything they've done to put the show together over the last two years, pretty much. It's always a pleasure to work with the Creative Network. They're really professional, and I think what you've done tonight is bring together a really fantastically creative selection of work from our artists in the community. And it's really nice for me to see so many of you here. I know some of you already, but there are also some new faces. So it's brilliant to see such a vibrant community of creative people. And I think you've created the most wonderful exhibition of real quality. So thank you to all of you for submitting your ideas. I want to hand over to Carola Rush from the Creative Network, and she'll say a few more words. I'm going to try and say a very few more words. (laughs) And many of you are either members of the Creative Network or you will know about us in some shape or form. Uh, We're a collective of around 70 artists on the Isle of Man and are probably best known for our development of the Isle of Man Art Festival each year. Um, The Creative Network Committee, who are also practicing artists themselves, have used much of their limited energy organising the festival each year, but we have also remained aware that um, the organisation should be doing more for its artists and for cultural development through the visual arts on the Isle of Man in general. This awareness eventually gave rise to this project, a new format of open submission, themed exhibition and complementary events that aim to feed and inspire not only our artists, Predominantly our artists, but all artists. In this first year, our trial run, we restricted our invitation for submissions of work to Creative Network members only. In the future, if we are stupid enough to do this again, (laughs) um, we hope to extend that invitation um, to artists from elsewhere and to provide opportunities for many more artists to inspire each other meet new creatives and experience each other's ways of working. We also aim to push our own boundaries by developing working relationships and collaborations with similar artistic communities elsewhere, such as on other British islands. Um, Through shared themed work and perhaps creative use of digital links or even physical travel, we'll yet to see, 
we would love to break down the boundaries experienced by our artists working within smaller communities. We would love to see our artists reaching out to new audiences and to bring new art into the island. But all of this is for the future when we have forgotten about the amount of work involved with this one. <laughs> Helen has kindly agreed to say a few words now and it is with great pleasure that I shut up and hand over to Helen. And I believe Ian has even been cajoled into doing a bit too. As a selector, I just want to apologise first off because a lot of good work didn't make it into this exhibition. But we were looking for a different narrative, really. Uh, and I think when you go in and have a look at it, you'll see that uh, there isn't a lot of stuff in there that you've seen before. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a sort of new reading, really. And when you think about this year, what a year this has been, you know, um, uh, almost sort of cut off like... Um, you know, some sort of Amazon tribe here, us Manxies have been. It's really, it really has motivated me to think back over uh, my own sort of uh, experience in, in art education, that sort of thing. Almost the first thing that we were engaged in when I became an art student at the age of 16, Norman Sales asked the question, why do you do this? Why are we doing this thing? This, why are we making this stuff? You know, who, who wants to look at this stuff that you make? Uh, and really, uh, you know, he sort of said, if you were on a desert island and nobody was ever going to see the things that you make, would you continue doing it? And really, this year, this Isle of Man has been our desert island. And nobody has seen the things that we have been doing. And in this room here, there's an, you can see that there are uh, people who have made things for themselves. They've been involved in their own intellectual inquiry, their own sort of philosophical inquiry, uh, their own technical inquiry. These bloody bowls of Graham's here. I don't think there's anybody in Europe who's swinging great pieces of ash around, uh, you know, at 300 miles an hour on the periphery, uh, and then setting them to poetry. I'd quite... Quite amazing, uh, I think. And there are the psychological inquiry going on in here that, uh, you know, one or two artists, I hope that through making this work, they've actually achieved an emotional catharsis because this is work of great, raw depth. Uh, I, I think it's qu quite a remarkable show. Thank you. We need exhibitions for our children to visit, to enrich lives, to inspire and to educate. Sadly, there are few opportunities for our artists on the island to, to make and show work that's not commercial, and this is really important. Um, as some of you will know, I'm, I have aspirations that one day we might have our own contemporary art gallery uh, and space, and um, you know, this um, could bring, uh, stimulate jobs, improve the visitor experience, as well as bringing visiting exhibitions to the island for us all to enjoy at the same time as creating reciprocal opportunities for our artists to take work away. So with the up-and-coming elections, maybe it's time for us again to have another push. Um, <laughs> so um, thanks to Manx National Heritage for hosting the exhibition in this lovely space. Um, thanks to Eve, Myra, Maureen and Carola for their really hard work. I was on the committee for a short time and I appreciate how much um, time they put in. Also, Kate Jerry and Matt Owen, who founded the Creative Network and also invested much time in those early days. 
Um, lastly, a thanks to all the artists and, of course, the audience. Thank you very much. Tell us a bit about your role um, in, well, I guess the selection process, really, before this exhibition. Well, I was asked to be um, I guess, selector and or judge and curator, and um, it's quite a responsibility picking people's work, who's, who's going to be in, who's going to be out. Um, it was a really hard process, and the judges, the three of us, we were quite kind of... Um, the ones that were in were unanimous, and then also you got the discussions then about the ones, and what does it mean, what's it going to look like, what size is it, how will it fit, so it was quite an interesting kind of discussion, and it's a shame really that people can't be kind of part of that and understand why you know, something's maybe not got in, and why something else has got in, so sometimes it's a gut instinct, you like something, and sometimes it's because you can understand or appreciate you know, the, the amount of kind of thought or time, or like with Graham's bowls, you know, the, the kind of the labour intensity that goes into those and the fact that any minute it could burst and, and collapse and so it's kind of the testing of the boundaries of the materials so there's kind of loads of different things in all of the pieces and that's what made it really interesting to select. We heard in some of the speeches just there that uh, there are an awful lot of very good works that didn't get in so um, quite well subscribed if that's the right word. It was really well subscribed and it is quite a small space. Um, it's a bit of a TARDIS in there. Carol has done really well to change the walls around and it was quite difficult. When you've got, um, you've got media pieces, sound pieces, you know, paintings and sculpture, it's really difficult to kind of get them all into the same sort of space. But um, it's worked out really well. So we would have shown more, I think, had we had more space, but we were quite conscious of that. And I think we were aiming for about 50 pieces. I'm not sure in the end how many are in there. <laughs> Yeah, as you've um, alluded to, really, a, a good range of different mediums, but of course all with one pretty distinct theme, which uh, hopefully brings them together into um, a kind of a unified experience, perhaps, along the way. Yes, um, boundaries is a really good topical theme. Um, it's interesting that there's a photographer, Patricia Tutt, and a couple of her photographs, we knew straight away we wanted them in, but she took them in, like, 1975. So... They're not, they're not contemporary pieces but that made them even nicer that the fact that someone's gone back through their archives and looked at their work and looked at what was poignant and what fitted the show so normally you'd like to see new and fresh work but that was quite nice to see something that, that was from the 70s so that has its, its own you know that's kind of really contemporary now in itself going back and looking at that so um, the social history aspect of those photos is, is really lovely so um, there's just a, a real and then you've got um, uh, Olivia's kind of videos, you know, that constantly looking out of the window. We've all been there during the lockdown, you know, you're looking out, watching people watching, watching what's going out in the world, you're not out in the world. So there's kind of, there's loads of, of things in, in those pieces. Um, you mentioned that there were a couple which predated recent times, but given the theme, uh, it was pretty dominated probably by the COVID-19 pandemic and about the lives that people have been experiencing over the last, well, year and a bit, really. Yeah, I think we've all had time, haven't we, and, and peace and quiet to kind of contemplate life and our space and our existence. And it's nice to see people enjoying the good qualities of the Isle of Man over lockdown and how people's well-being and mental health has been critical. And a lot of people have, you know, gone back to, you know, creative, you know, hobbies, opportunities, you know, uh, learning to knit. 
um, showing their grandchildren how to knit, um, painting, writing, taking photos when you go out on your walk every day, just being, uh, raising your senses, your awareness of what's around you. And I think everybody's had time to do that during lockdown. Maybe an appreciation of the Isle of Man that we might not have had before. Definitely, I think when you have to look inwards and, f and find what's around you and make more of what's around you, you see it differently. If you've got the opportunity to go away all the time, you don't look at or don't see what's here. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. So there we heard from Kirsty Neat of Manx National Heritage, Carola Rush of the Creative Network, and two of the show's curators, Ian Coulson and Helen Fox. Now Dolan Mercer is going to introduce us to some of the exhibiting artists. I'm Beth Luella and I'm an artist. I'm sort of a hyper-creative person, so um, just constant ideas, ideas, ideas. Um, and I was also exploring uh, a lot of my work, explore ideas of heritage um, and culture and history as well. And um, I have Native American um, heritage and also strong links to Isle of Man going back generations. Um, and I started to explore um, the geographical boundaries we have as an island, um, but then also how we're sort of boundaryless when you look at the commonality of humans um, and our stories and our experience. And so, see, so yeah, I was quite interested in, in connecting, connecting those things together. Um, I've also um, got a family in Kenya, um, in Western Kenya, in the countryside, and something that really struck me when I moved over to the Isle of Man, come up for four years ago, is just the, the commonality or similarities, um, particularly um, living in a rural part of the Isle of Man, mm -hmm. um, and even the scenery. We've had family from Kenya come to visit, they've been like, oh wow, this is just like home. Um, and when you say that to some people, they're quite shocked, like, oh. That's not, not necessarily a comparison you'd expect. No, as in the Isle of Man and <laughs> African continent. Yeah. Um, but also culturally, a lot of similarities, especially in sort of farming community um, and the countryside. And so in some ways, I found more similarities um, between the home in Kenya and the home in the Isle of Man than when I lived in the southeast of England, you know, in the Isle of Man. Just so I mean, there was more connection there. And so this exploring connection has been quite an interest and passion of mine and that's what sort of resulted in, in um, my painting has got two Lockton sheep in which are very well known as a, a, a Manx sheep yeah. um, and I'd come across the Navajo Churro sheep which is Native American sheep which look almost identical in fact I even asked some people to tell me out of a photo of they were like which one's which and a lot of people <laughs> were saying the wrong way around and I thought oh, I'd love to use uh, use um, use the sheep in this painting um, and I mean animals represent a lot of things but that was one of the ideas as well as, that I was exploring so you've got the Manx Lockton sheep with um, this Native American princess um, and so I guess um, tell us about the, the, the physical work and the result that we now see in, in the show okay so um, I've got my reference images um, to work from and I started off, I wanted to have like a sort of rough um, background to work on because looking at things in quite fragmented um, and so I put down a lot of acid-free tissue paper it's, oh, so um, so started layering that down first before I started drawing on top and I also wanted it to have quite 
um, I say rough look as well um, and so then yes I work with acrylic paint so I want to often layer as well so there's loads and loads of textures um, in the piece um, and a lot of colour as well a lot of my work does tend to be um, quite vibrant um, and yeah it's got quite a lot of depth to it for something which is uh, well not quite two-dimensional um, I guess it makes it jump at you a bit I guess, so, I guess so, yes. Yeah, it's quite 3D. I was really closely at it. Um, and within the painting as well, I explore quite a lot of themes, like I think, exploring the sort of commonality, but also it is celebrating this historical princess whose story is very different from the Disney version. Um, and so there's a lot of different themes, um, like our relationship with land and animals and spirituality, all of those things are explored um, in the painting, as well as sort of strength as well, um, and womanhood. My name's Janet Lees, and I'm a poet and artist and experimental filmmaker. It's good, good CV, I like that. <laughs> um, Thank you. Such a broad remit for this exhibition. Where did you start? I think everything that I do is um, in some way involves a boundary, actually, because, because I'm a poet and an artist and a filmmaker, I'm always kind of crossing those boundaries or working around those boundaries. And I think... There's an ecological principle called the principle of edge, which, is, which says that you get more interesting things happening when two uh, different areas meet. So that boundary can be a really kind of rich area. Um, so I wanted to include work and work on work that involved um, imagery and words around the island. So that's kind of where I started, I suppose. But the, the pieces I ended up with did kind of embody that idea of boundaries because um, also I, I work mainly with photography and film as a visual artist but I think there's a there's a real boundary in my work which kind of crosses between uh, photography and painting and film and painting and that kind of thing so because lots of the pieces were about kind of physical boundaries or about quite literal and quite tangible things sounds as though your interpretation of it was as much about the process as about the end result. Yeah, it was. It was about the process and it was also about the kind of emotional experience, I suppose, because when I'm making work, I kind of go into a different place. It's like I go into an I go into often like imaginary worlds and I turn quite ordinary things that I see into very different things so it's about that kind of process which is it can be quite magical and I think as the person who's making it it has a real effect on my kind of mental and emotional state um, so there was that going on as well so there was kind of the boundary between what I was doing and what I was feeling as well so there was lots of boundaries I think tied up in them really um. So where did the sort of creative process in a, in a physical sense start for you? You went out and took some pictures? Yes. I mean, to, in, yeah. in, the, in the first instance? Yeah, I mean, that's typically what I do. I just go out and follow my eyes, you know, yeah. not my nose. Yeah. It's like, and, uh, and I don't normally have a plan. I normally just, just go, where the, you know, go where the camera takes me, really. So that's pretty much how I started. But I also have a, a film piece in this, and that is... That's actually made from stills, you know, that I've gone out and taken and then animated and added um, words and music. And actually the poem or the words that I use for the film, that they're old words actually, but I just knew they were right. 
for that particular piece. So, um, or I guess you've half answered this already, but then tell us about the final product and what people can see that you've created when they come and have a look. Oh, okay. Well, I've got two, um, like two abstract art photographs, um, which both encapsulate, I guess, imagery of or a sense of the Isle of Man in different ways. But they are quite abstract. And then I've got a um, an experimental kind of uh, film poem, I suppose you'd call it, um, which uses animated stills and poetry, but kind of found poetry. The poem is actually made entirely from perfume brand names. So, again, there's that kind of boundary between consumerism and art. So there was, a, there was quite a few boundaries going on in that one, yeah. My name's Janet Corrin. The piece I produced is an installation, and it's, um, it's all about the self-talk. It's all about the self-talk that stops us from reaching our real potential in life. So we have negative voices that stop us going ahead and, and enjoying our lives sometimes. So the installation consists of 10 buckets and each bucket has got um, a phrase like um, I look awful or I'm stuck or nobody likes me. Um, and it's this kind of voices in our heads and the reason they're in buckets is because it's slop buckets so it's rubbish so the slop buckets um, actually have a, a disc in them which represents sand there is of course sand and water from Peel Beach also in the buckets but um, the discs um, the writing is on discs so you'll have to come and have a look yeah. so the uh, insulation consists of 10 buckets now there's also a plinth um, and the idea is if you are brave if you have a thin boundary you might actually stand up on the plinth and if you do something happens so I won't say what happens because it'd be good if you could come and be brave enough to stand on the plinth but you do need to read, read each of the buckets and read what's in each of the buckets um, and engage with the piece because I do feel that art should be something that people engage with. It's an interactive process, isn't it? And I think especially with what you've created, it's, you're almost looking for some like audience involvement in the piece. Absolutely, and I've always thought that, that. And the younger you are, the more likely you are to engage with the piece. So children are more likely to perhaps put their hands in the buckets and in the water and in the sand. So we did have a few um, concerns about that. So we've done everything possible to make the buckets safe for children if they do happen to do that. But the older we get, the thicker our boundaries become. So it's a psychological piece. I started thinking about uh, intellectual quotient and emotional quotient and then came up with the phrase boundary quotient and that is what the piece is about the fact that people have different thicknesses of boundaries the handles on the buckets actually have the opposite so if the bucket says um, nobody likes me the handle actually says people do like me because we can change our mental shift. We can change what we're thinking. And the idea is, is if you move the bucket with the handle, you can shift your thinking. 
not that I particularly want people picking up the buckets, yeah. but the concept, that's what the concept is all about. Thank you so much to Dolan Mercer for being our roving reporter at the launch of Boundaries, which is on show at the House of Mananin until the beginning of October. But it's such a rich collection of work, I really recommend seeing it more than once. Also not to be missed are the Arts Council's Arts in the Arcade events. Tomorrow night, Ramsey Town Band will be playing at half past seven and making his Soundbites debut, Terry George will perform on Friday, June the 4th at 1pm. It's all free and more information can be found on the Arts Council website. So I hope you enjoy those, but for now, have a lovely creative week. Slen you. <laughs>